And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another special episode of the Simply Awesome Podcast. That's right, we'll be back with another special episode, and we have a very special guest. You may know him as uh, Charlie Murphy's son, but we also <laughs> call him, you know, a residential, you know, darkness man, or who we say, uh, Mr. Dewan Murphy. There you go. Sir. There you go. I'm doing wonderful. Man. Like fresh money. Also, by the way, Murphy is... Uh, our residential security guard. So, you know, anytime you see us <laughs> in public, you might see somebody like somewhere in the wings. Don't worry. You know, they're just, you know, <laughs> you know they're just broke. <laughs> All right, Roy, how you feeling, Roy? I'm feeling good, man. Still alive, still healthy, still see my chain free. You know it. Uh, getting to these goals, man. You, I mean, you see your kids this weekend? I ain't got no kids, bro, but that's a good as you. I'm practicing, though. I'm practicing. He practices, bro. Look, that's his lie. He's sticking to it. He's got 18 kids. I got no kids. My hands up, you're serious, man. I got no kids. How you been, Coles? How you been? How you living? I've been doing very well. I mean, you know, it's kind of interesting because I've been doing summer school, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm dealing with the special education uh, students, and it's, it's so funny because it's like, you really get um, a lot of appreciation um, for for kids who are not able to uh, cognitively be able to, you know, necessarily read and write and do math like that. But mm-hmm. um, they try so hard, and they and they they're really focused on intent to to learn things that they weren't able to develop. So I'm dealing with like uh, 17, 18, 19 year olds on second and um, first grade reading and math levels and you know they're they're you know they're very diligent you know respectful uh, no matter not uh their quirks you know uh it makes you you know really humble and blessed be fortunate if you ever have if you're lucky to have a child and you know they come out you know without you know certain disabilities you know but also children with disabilities they have um they just like normal kids you know they like to play have fun you know they might do things just a little bit different than uh people without disabilities but you know every child needs loves loves and caring attention i think uh it made me really learn to really appreciate life uh you know more than anything you know not to make a joke anything but the 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 real life weird thing there's a lot of kids that's not on the special needs spectrum that are on the second third grade reading level as 17 18 years old that's the best up part. <laughs> that's, that, that's real. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. No, you're not that's lying. Really what's up. Like, yeah. Like they're they just because of no child left behind, they're passing these kids through every year saying, all right, go ahead, go ahead, pass or whatever. And these kids are stuck at third, fourth grade reading level at 18 years old. But yeah, I also didn't want to express that it's also, you know, sense, but families really need to reinforce education within the household, right? And uh, I, and you know. We understand that, hey, you you send your child to us, you know, to get education, but they need that, you know, at least 18, 20 hours of cognitive education, whether it's learning simple uh, matters within a uh, uh, social environment, you know, just a little thing saying, thank you, uh, please, uh, yes, no, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, stuff, stuff like that. And That's just stuff. Common decency. 
that's stuff that the parents should already be teaching the child. Like that's yeah. that right there. Right. A lot of, a lot of parents don't want to raise their children. They just ain't not well, like a teacher and a and a daggone TV dude. I don't even look at it like that though. Like far as letting the teachers and everybody do, there's a lot of parents that still want to be young and dumb and full of cum. That's true. That's very true. That's true. They, they want to party and don't like the teachers give kids homework for a reason. Go home and do your homework. Me growing up, the first thing I did when I hit the door, that's what my mother said. Put your bag on the floor. Put your books on the table. Let's get this homework done. Yeah. And we down there, we sit, we'll do our homework. Once my homework was done, it probably, me, it took me maybe 10, 15 minutes to do my homework. I got all day until 9 o'clock to rip and run. And a lot of parents don't take the time out to do that with their kids. Their kids get home and you got homework, no. They throw their bag. They go out, go play the game, go outside, go hop on the phone, go make TikToks, and get on Instagram and shit like that. Yeah. Don't even take the time out to make sure that they actually learning what yeah. you learn. Like, my mother would ask me what I learned and then want me to show her what I learned. That was even in high school, too. If I had something below an 80, she was like, no, nah, that got to come up. She said, because when she was growing up, 75 was failing. Yeah, I mean, this is just some things, things like that as well. I mean, they the funny thing is that you know the parents and them they they got the kids knowing how to work technology, you know, advanced level. As it, believe it or not, disability uh, kids with disabilities they know how to work all the new technology like it's nothing though. That's that's the crazy thing. Yeah, that's a thing. And still on the first grade and uh, second grade reading and math level, you know. I, so I feel feel like you know some of the household priorities need to be a little bit rearranged, and they need to be a little bit more involved in to, to these uh, uh children's lives in terms of education because uh that's I mean that's this is the next generation. There's people who are going to be lawyers, doctors, uh, um, you know, et cetera, in order to make this country run run next smoothly, workforce. right? Next workforce. Yeah, it, it's wild because we had a story here locally where the uh, young guy was eighteen, and everybody else around him graduated. He had like a uh, was a one point GPA and didn't get past the ninth grade. Like how how you make it through four years of high school, and you you think you about to graduate, you about to think you about to graduate, and come time when you got a you stuck in the ninth grade. You, you know, went to class, yeah, like a one point oh one point nine GPA. It, it was a big story. It was a big story. Within like the last, Shit. like, year or so. Yeah. And then, I know his all, his, all, all his classmates were graduating, and he was like, nope, stop. Now, his mom was working like three jobs to support him and his uh, siblings. So, of course, stuff fell through the cracks, but you shouldn't be stuck at that grade at that point. Oh. And, you and should not, take the initiative. And, and, and Get your no, ass in no, no, this young man didn't have a learning disability. That's not why he was stuck there. He just yeah. didn't go to school when you don't work or nothing. Sure. You know, yeah. and, and the main thing is that, especially like with high school students, that you just want to get get them acclimated to what the real world looks like, and give them the uh, responsibility that they'll end up having to have. But like, there's going to be a lot of times where you're going to do things that you don't want to do, and uh, it's going to be a lot of times where some things that you don't know how to do. So you have to be able to you know um be persistent and be aware of uh 
respect respecting your environment and you know taking advantage of the teacher taking advantage you know of this time where you have to have the ability to practice you know those those uh adult like skills and be able to be be responsible right now because once you get in the real world you know nobody give a damn it's on you nobody gives a damn right you know what's so funny though as many hours you spend in school they don't really teach you much that's valuable for real life. And that's where your parents should come in. Well, school they, don't... they do need you certain things. They teach you how to complete tasks, which you will need in real life. They teach yeah. you how to actually get things done on time. It's how management, what you do need in real life. And look, do not think and, of it like that. And going to school on time, perfect attendance, That yeah, that's a part of the job requirement. But also, who's teaching you financial literacy? That, that comes from the home. Exactly. That's a, that's a that, no. I mm-hmm. say that's supposed to come from home. A lot of people do not have that at home, but that's supposed to come from home. But it's, well, it's I think it's, 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 it's should be a universal hard. thing. It should be a yeah. universal thing between you know uh, schools, schools, and at home as well, right? Re- remember, like uh, I forgot what Kobe said, but it's more or less you know getting better takes years, right? Years and years and years of uh, reinforcement. So it's not just uh, one 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 section do their thing for a few years and you know let's say the the schools just do do that part but that's only one piece piece of the puzzle right you don't have somebody to reinforce that at home you know a lot of things could be you know uh levied as far as what's happening at home and then what's happening in education because sometimes you know a lot of us leave things uh you know at school and do our own thing when once we get home you know and we don't even touch things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's always good to have a balance of reinforcement even at home, right? So you can be, so you have that cognitive skill that's, you know, like that. Yeah, because at the same time, like I was saying about, you know, the financial literature, I feel like the school should teach that because it's not even a lot of Black people that know how to build their credit. Like is a lot of people don't know how to do that. So well, I'm thankful my elementary in, school taught me that. I learned how huh? to write a check. I'm thankful my elementary school taught me that. I learned no, how to write a check. School, I learned how to do all this. Who taught me how to write a check? Too, I, I learned but, how to balance a check, but I learned how to pay my bills. I learned all this stuff in school. But, I had but they don't teach, teach you about no that. credit. They don't tell you credit my, is my, my teachers actually taught me. That's the thing. My teachers actually said, okay, we're going to set aside some time. We're going to teach you about this, what you need, how to get your credit score, right? how to do it. But these are, that's not everybody has that experience. Yeah, not and I was going to say, every, every teacher not going to do that because some of the teachers themselves don't know about no damn credit. That's true. That's very true. That's true. And you feel me? It's like it should be implemented into the school system because you, like, Everybody know this typical black family, what they do. Kid get 18, they want to go with a kid getting put out. Like, you you, you putting your kid for failure before you even, like, you ain't even teach them the world. Like, me growing up, my mother taught me every fucking thing. Like, paying bills on time. She paid them early. Doing all that credit card, building the credit, and all that other good shit. There's a lot of shit in this world that these kids don't know. Very true. Need to know. They do need to know, yeah. But the That's knowledge true. is not given to them. And we can't, like, I can't fault the kid. You can fault the parents to a, a probably about 80% degree, but 
they get a school system about 20% of their blame because we setting ourselves for failure. Yeah, yeah. Look at, I mean, I'm just saying, look at the wealthy people, black or white, Chinese or whatever, the race they is, they got money, they always keep that shit. Yeah, yeah, I think they, spe they especially schools that offer uh, certain trades, you know, I think uh, financial literacy should definitely be a course as, course as well. And that goes hand, hand in hand. Like, like thankfully, my parents opened up the books for me. They said, okay, this is how you pay the bills. At 14, they say, all right, you're going to be out of this house in a couple of years. This is how you pay bills. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. And do it all the time. Make sure you're straight. Thankfully, I have people, I have my parents to do that for me. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't have the resources to say, okay, this is what you do as an adult. This is how you avoid these mistakes. This is how you do this. This is how you do that. Everybody doesn't have that. They should have it. You would hope a child has that, but they don't. Yeah. But, that's, that, but, that's, <laughs> but that's when we need people are programming stuff like we need like uh, mentors or tutors or something to actually bring these lessons to people. Oh yeah. Well, let's pray. Let's just pray that you know things you know turn for the better. You know, yeah, the future is always bright, right? We just gonna yeah. keep that glass it's half full. Future, man. Um. Oh, future is always bright. Well, as the yes, sir. Um. <laughs> what we can do now, actually, Murphy, if we can, we can you uh you could probably introduce yourself to people a little bit of what you're about. Oh man. <laughs> Well, my name is Mr. Murphy. He's not properly saying my name. <laughs> it's Mr. Murphy. Um, I'm a diesel mechanic. I fix heavy equipment for a living. Make a lot of money doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great money. Right. Where you grew up at? Aberdeen? Uh, I grew up in Baltimore City on Poplar Grove. I still remember my old address, 3038 Normount Court. Man. Right. Uh, I, I grew up in the trenches. You grew up in the trenches. Were you part of the trenches, or did you just grow up in it? Um, a little bit of in and out. Right. What makes you get in the trenches? What makes you get out of the trenches? Let's start with the first one. Well, bad influences. Me being stupid, product of your environment, make me get out of it. Watching my brother go to jail all the time, watching my mother sad and crying, and then watching my cousin get killed, ain't the life for me. Okay. Uh, do you think you suffer any uh, mental trauma or uh, from things that you've seen or have been through? Honestly, no. I see shit and it like disappear out of my mind. Okay. Okay. <laughs> See, and this is why he's my bodyguard, you know? You just... I'm so... <laughs> I got a... Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. All right, world. Uh, any questions? Uh, what got you into being a digital mechanic? Well, growing up, my mother would tell you this if you ever meet her, but I had a huge fascination with cars. Like, I had shitloads of cars in my room. Like, probably more cars than you ever owned in your life. <laughs> One day, she threw them bitches out the window because I ain't cleaned my room. I went out there, and I found every car. <laughs> <laughs> but I worked on cars, like, throughout 
middle school and high school. And then I just really ain't like cars because I like, like, I love cars, but the engine so small, like, the car so small, like, you got to take so much apart just to get to this little problem. Now, doing diesel, working on a big truck, I work on buses now. I ain't got to take all that shit off to get to this. Like, if you want to do a belt, I had it on my Affinity, per se. The belt system was riding on the left side of the car. So to do the belt, I had to take the battery out, take the wheel off, go through the wheel well, just to change the fucking belt and attention. On the big truck, I can literally just pop the hood. 13 millimeter, pull the tensioner off. Unroute the belt, put the new belt on, put the tensioner back on. I'm done. I can do a belt on the truck. Give or take maybe five minutes on the car to take me about an hour. Okay. I take it that you were a hands-on student growing up. Oh right. yeah. Hell yeah. I like you, fixing. You like fixing everything. Do you have any other ambitions growing up? No. Not okay. really. Respect, respect, respect. Well, Leave it to Roar, because you know Roar, he likes to make babies. That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's yes, he did. And don't claim him. Don't leave that up. <laughs> hey, hey, don't. Yeah. Leave his name. Name. Yo, buddy, don't yo, leave buddy. that part up. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Y'all got oh my it. God, man. Ah, Lord have mercy. All right, let's get to some of these subjects, man. All right, we're going to go to this uh, first one, the sports subject. I think y'all will like this. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, since, as y'all know, De- uh, Portland and Damon had decided to part ways because of what they did to Durant. They was like, look, y'all going to go for somebody going to take my spot. Y'all said they was going to build around me. That ain't happening. I got to get up out of here. I gave y'all all the loyalty I could give y'all. I did everything I could do. It's not working out. Hey, I got to go. I got to go. Well, my question is that does this make Damon Lillard a hypocrite? No. Um. It's yes, and my no. opinion. In my I'm gonna opinion, say he did, yes, he, could, he did everything he could and stood by his word for the most part. There, Just because the team changed, like, hey, we're going for somebody younger. That's not on him. That's not on him. But I don't even like, even with that that you just said that I don't even. Yes and no, I would say hypocrite because. He's the main one, just like Kevin Durant was. I'm not ring chasing, yada, yada, yada. And then he want to go to Miami out of all places. Why? Because <laughs> they just went to the finals with what they had. And, like, me, for me, him choosing that, I just think it's stupid because I don't think Miami going to be back to where they were. Like, they lost so many It was a fluke season. It was a fluke. I wouldn't say it was fluke because uh, they got a lot of depth on their team. And they they got, you know, people getting it out the mud. They got a whole shitload of what they had, seven undrafted players. You got people fighting and clawing for money, for payday. Well, that was kind of what made it fluky because they made it not with the roster they expected them to make it with because, you know, they, they lost Victor Oladipo and Tyler Hero throughout the playoffs. And then, you know, you go up against uh Bucks team that would, where Giannis missed a few crucial games, and then I say second round Knicks. Knicks are <laughs> then, then the Knicks. The Knicks are the Knicks. Come on, man. And then Boston. Hey, you see my reaction. Boston is late <laughs> all about the so Knicks. It, 
<laughs> I, I feel like there was just a, a random uh just a random act of, of them just making the finals. It was just a random year. Well, let me tell you why I don't feel that way though. Cause they that they made it to the finals against my Lakers. With that damn near the same all, team. We talked about this before. That year was also fluky too, as well. How? Come on, man. With, with COVID, the bubble situation. Everybody played in the bubble. 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 Nobody had the bubble. There was no fans. There was no pressure. So and it was, it was no advantage. Kind of nobody. Look, no, you saying no fans, no pressure. I'm going to name a player that, that DJ Warren. What the fuck? Yo was averaging like 30. Yeah, no fans, no pressure. You know, it was all like, you know, I'm just a regular player. I'm out here hooping. Ain't but nothing else. You used to be able to play I'm without not, fans. I don't have anything no, to, to distract me. I'm in the bubble. It, in was my a, hotel. it was a neutral ground. It wasn't. It's, that's not the way that we know, you know, sports, sports, sports to be. But listen, there's a reason they, they, why there's home field advantage. There's a reason why yes. there's home field advantage. Yes, but guess what? When the people Ravens play different COVID, when there's a crowd of people. We all know that. Well, football played, it wasn't no people in the Eve. Yeah, that's true. It's very true. Football there wasn't no people in there. Uh that was no. kind of different though. No, but football is actually, football is actually more is actually more dependent on the fans. Yes. Because football, depending on the fans, when that momentum changed, it changed. And all the loud, and the kicker trying to kick the kick, and you up in, let's say you up in um, Seattle Stadium, you know they got one of the fucking loudest stadiums. It's not the loudest. You try and kick that ball, you first of all, when you're trying to even hike the ball, you can't hear. The stadium is so loud, it gets you a delay game. What that take you back? Five yards. You ain't got nothing like that in basketball. Because all you got to do is look up at the Because the crowd, Crowd is closer to you, right? Believe me, they they, they got a million dollar tickets for for a half court seat. Mm-mm. Just look at it. Look at Jordan Poole. When them people up in the crowd, he just trying to show off. That's all he trying to do. <laughs> true. He's true. trying to show off and press That's the true. girls. That's it. But getting back to the point, I think with Dame there is just really. Um, I mean, he, he would be a hypocrite. You know, saying after oh, everything yes. he said, in terms of saying trying to stay stay uh, loyal to the soil and and trying to build something in Portland to one now be traded, but I feel like it's a little too late now in terms of like the opportunities they could have, you know, potentially ended up with. And now he's been on now he's about three or four years older than the time where you know it was time for time for him to truly go. You know, but. My lakes. Hey, to the wizards, but you know, yeah, them chicken gizzards. Yeah, you <laughs> may still can come to the wizards. You never know. Man. But uh, uh Damien, <laughs> I think Dame. Well, I would respect. I would respect that he would say, you know what? I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stick with Portland. I'm gonna play with Scoop. We'll figure out a third third player, and and we're gonna we're gonna ride this bad boy out. They got Jeremy Green. You know, because I mean. At the end of the day, uh, shit, you you want to build build your own legacy, right? I mean, and you're not really necessarily build, building your legacy. You're trying to deal with somebody else, and then who, who might join Miami, but I don't think they're gonna win the finals. Me neither. 
I don't, I don't. So I, I think think that's just just a lateral move, just just for you to get criticized more, and don't don't let you play bad, then exactly. you're really here. Hey man, and then know, like another my other point about that, like going to Miami, it's night and day versus West and East. You leaving the West where it's stacked. When you look at it, you got the Nuggets, you got the Suns, you got the Kings. You know they up and coming. Don't sleep on the Timberwolves. Of course, you got my Lakers. Got to look out for OKC. They got a nice little bright young team. Mm-hmm. And then who knows? The Spurs might turn around in a couple years. They got a bunch of draft picks. I mean, you go on the West. You who you gonna really worry about? Boston and Milwaukee. Everybody else you can laugh at. Toronto dismantled the team. Um, the Wizards. You know, the Wizards are the Wizards lane. I ain't gonna say too much about them. <laughs> I mean, the Hawks, Trey Young can't get out his own way. You know, your boy yeah, P man. love him some um, ice tray. I call him ice <laughs> But, <laughs> I mean, you, he go to the West. He go to Miami. Of course, they're going to be a top three, four seed. But that's just based off the competition over there. That's true. You in the West, you see they struggle. Yeah, they struggle. They struggle. And then it don't, and it don't even make no sense for him to stay there. They got four guards. They just grabbed draft the scoop. They got Amphrey. He would be number three. And then you got Shade and Show. You got enough minutes for all of them. Sure. I also wonder Portland really messed up their decision making as well as far as like uh putting pieces mm-hmm. around him and even developing their own roster because they like you said, they had a whole bunch they got a whole bunch of guards or they have a whole bunch of tweener players where they might, they can start, but they're really better suited on, on as a role player on a different team, I would say. And I think they really messed up by in the beginning by uh, a few years back, not you know, uh, resigning Marcus Aldridge. Yes. I, I think yep. that would have uh, changed that, would... that fortune. You know, having Marcus Aldridge since prime with, uh, with Dame and yeah. Murray's up coming out of season McCollum. And then I knew I, I knew Dane was leaving when, when they traded McCollum. It was no way that he's gonna stay there. Well, yeah. He should have been traded traded when CJ got traded. He should have been traded to the Lakers. Well, I ain't gonna go, go that far. Not necessarily. But, but they definitely traded kept LA. They should have kept Lamarcus Aldridge because like they, they made noise that run. And then just think about it. You kept Marcus Aldridge, and then Nurkis was coming into his own. You could have had a full, uh, you know, a nice little one-two punch down in the paint. And then you got mm-hmm. McCullum and Dane. That team could have got over the hump against um Golden State. Golden State when KD um had got hurt. But the funny That's thing true. about That's that true. series though, Dane choked that series. Oh, well, he's they, they choked. They, they choked because they had the going to the fourth quarter and. All for a little game where they got swept. Yeah. I was mad as shit. I was like, KD hurt. It's Dane time. time. <laughs> I said, it's Dane time. No, time I can't lied. blame time. Man, I lied. Chef, chef started, starting, starting chef in the teriyaki chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like Chris Paul and his bulky hamstring choked on the rock. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad about that shit, too, yo. They had Golden State at the neck. Chris Paul said, ah, he did the same thing this year. You know, I'm uh, right there, man. Uh, yeah. 
Good. Well, who we got else? Uh, basketball. Victor, right? Go ahead, yeah, Mark. We're talking about Wimby. Wimby is uh summer league debut, man. Game one and game two, uh, two different night and day, night and day. And of course, uh, he hasn't been acclimated into the NBA yet. He had not they don't have no plays. They not. They was out there running basically. Uh, game two was by the game one, of course. Game one was very disappointing for me. People were like, "Oh, he's gonna be a bust." <laughs> People go like, "Oh, he the best." All oh, this, that, this, that. I say, let's wait till you actually have an actual NBA game to see what we gonna say about him. But he did well for some league. He did well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He yeah, he was he was decent. I didn't overreact the first game because one is just summer league, and then two was one game. Like, I mean, he he, but he had nine eighty seven or some shit yeah, like, something that. like that. Something like that. I mean, it wasn't nothing too crazy, but like you said, they they he played over up in what France. Yeah, he was dominating them motherfuckers. Though. I was terrible. Yeah, and then he gotta he gotta get adjusted to the NBA game. The NBA game is way different. Way and he's, different that game over there. He's slender. He got to put some weight on. The crazy thing is, his management said we don't want to put on weight. Well, he gonna I, I guarantee you, his manager gonna change his mind real soon. Because when he to go put up on weight, against, position, he has to put on weight. He got yeah. It. But when he go up against a motherfucker like Joel and B, that's about three hundred and thirty pounds. <laughs> oh, he get bowled over. He, he... <laughs> Good night, Irene. <laughs> he gonna dunk on his head, and I'm gonna laugh. I mean, like I told his ass to put some weight on. <laughs> he one ten soaking wet. Yeah, he need the weight. I hope that. Well, what is he like? Eighteen, nineteen years old. Yeah, uh, like nineteen. He's a little older than that. I, I think. Like 18, 19, something like that. So around that age. Let's let's see. Let's see. I just hope hope that, you know what I mean, he doesn't grow anymore. If he does, he might end up with more, you know, proud you know, uh in- lower body. Be more, yeah, injury yeah, prone. Yeah, he's 19, 19. He still got like because we might have a seven foot nine more. player on the court. And, and he does yeah. twenty one, so he can still that's gonna more. be difficult that's gonna be difficult for him to, you know, maneuver around and stay healthy, you know, at, at that height, you know. He'd be growing to his man body. But I mean, clearly he's gonna make all star all star games based upon him playing defense and being being that rem, uh, rim protector like uh you know Rudy, Rudy Gobert. Gobert. So I mean <laughs> if if he gets like if he taps into seven percent of what he could do offensively, I think he's gonna definitely be a top ten player and Three or three to four years. You don't think he'll be a one-year contender? Oh, you can't teach height. You can't teach height. You can't teach height. Can't teach height. Right. You can't teach that. No, you 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 can't teach height, but you still gotta have heart. Yeah, you still gotta have the skill set too. I see. I see the professionals, and I think him definitely going going to Spurs is definitely going to bring. He got a lot of mentorship. Let's say with with Pop. Oh yeah, he got he, he just got a good system. Very good system for him. I uh, good system you know, Tim him. Duncan being the wings and and Dave Robinson. So yeah, that's all the mentoring that you know he possibly have. I I think he's just him just putting in the work, uh, getting gaining a little bit of weight. Not a lot of weight because that's going to change 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 his whole game in terms Hell. of gaining gain weight. I think he just need to walk up just a little bit, like kind of like how Giannis did. Exactly. You know? Yeah. You know how Giannis and KD came in? Giannis and KD both came in slender and shit. Yeah. And they just added mass. That's yeah. all you did. Add a little muscle. Hmm. A little muscle mass. And then 
That's all you need. Yeah, I don't. I don't want him to go three hundred pounds like that. No, well, no. He's, he's gonna fill out a little bit more. Fill out a little bit more. he's not built, built like how Yao Ming was. He's tall, but he also was stout. Yeah, uh, Yao Ming had weight. Yeah. What he was seven one, seven three, something like seven six, something seven like six. Huh? Some Yao Ming seven six. Yep. Legit like seven three. Mm, taller than that. Uh, yeah, I think Bobon is seven three, something like that. Uh, Seven six and got blocked by Nate Robinson, who was five. He nine. did. He got blocked by <laughs> that was twice. Crazy. That blocked was crazy twice. Shit. This is back back when the NBA was actually so physical and crazy. People were getting that, that's crazy as shit. Though. That, that was crazy. Shots. Like when people made plays, they were more spectacular and they came at a more uh uh ex explosive you know amount. And we see this shit on Sports Center now. It seems as though you know things are a lot different with can't really play defense, and also people are just scared for in terms of uh, getting a highlight uh, ran on. But you know, it is what it is. You gonna have to dunk on me, <laughs> <laughs> especially on two K. That's what they do. Um, yeah, that's what I do. Dunk on people. Yeah, that's true. Well, get dunk on. Oh my god! All right, bro, what's got next, bro? Uh, let's see. All right, we got. Let's go with the Shane Rico case, man. Um, All right, for those of y'all that don't know, Shane or Sheehan, however you pronounce it, the fast fashion uh, clothing company that just had a big uh, influencer meetup like last month where you had all these influencers over there, see the factory, see the building, see all that other stuff, had glow reviews. Well, they are now in a uh, Rico case. Got them charges on them. They're also in there for... IP theft and a couple other things, but they got their final charges on them. They going down with that Rico. Nobody, nobody survived a Rico case. Nobody survived that shit. The only people that actually survived it were what uh, Irv Gotti's brother. That's because they weren't actually involved in anything to do with Rico. They was just caught up in a damn case. They still lost their label. They still lost millions of dollars over that shit. They actually won, <laughs> but they the only ones that won that shit. And she and they and uh, get past them charges. They did that shit. They did all that shit. They they have like six shell companies that company A sell company B, company B sells company C, company C sell company D, and all of them go back to Sheer and sell a shit. Like company A is still your proper, still your uh, IP, whether it be your clothing, your design and shit, sell the company B to uh, make it, company C do some shit, make a new name for it, company D sell it right to Sheer, and then they sell it again. And all of it, the same company. Wow. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's a shell game, baby. It's a shell game. It's crazy because that, that Rico was coming. It's coming down hard. Yeah, they in trouble. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they selling up. Ricos like like it's hotcakes. Like I said, no, nobody survived the Rico. Nobody. <laughs> Not even you, right? Oh, I get the Rico, bro. I did nothing. I did nothing. I don't know nothing. Yeah, I, don't I know, did nothing. Man. I don't know. Yeah, have like five million different do rags, bro. I don't know. Yeah, the do rags come cheap, baby. Do come cheap. They ain't got no damn way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Got the, yeah, that's a good point, man. I teach you, because you got the do rag going wrong. You got, I mean, see, see the line. You know, you got to flip that over, bro. The uh, the Rico is gonna be. That's gonna be a crazy kid. I almost had this plays out. I want to see how this plays out and what they actually do. Because, of course, you know they're uh, a Chinese company or whatever. And I want to see how this actually plays out in, in international court. Here. But 
But who's that, who's actually gonna come to court? What, what lawyer are they gonna say and all that? And I wonder if the how long the website's gonna stay up doing this. So my question is that is people gonna get their packages and, and we don't know. We don't know. They they bite. I wonder how long they're gonna be on They bite. They bite now. In all traffic stop. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might they, the packages might come in, they might say, Hold up, Homeland Security, stop that shit at the, at the board of like, oh. These packages got to go back around. Go to TSA cat that shit. Like, oh, go back I mean, around. People bro. after pay still going through. Like, I, I'm guessing the pay is going through, but we don't know if they're going to say, "Hey, you got to the border. We got the ship container here. Send that shit on back or destroy it or what?" We don't know. We have no idea. We're going to see what the government going to do. So I got a question. I think FanDuel might might need to get a recall as well. <laughs> wow! Wow! Why this, is you losing, this, this is you losing money every week. Don't be there. Get the hell out of here. Yo. Get the hell yeah, out of here. They ain't got nothing to do with the team selling. We, we got to do some, some type of investigation on the niggas. At worst, the niggas in a Ponzi scheme, but we not, you know. Man, get out of here. Numbers. Get out of here. Oh, uh, we got one more sports thing we talk about real quick. LeBron at the ESPYs the other night said he coming back for another season. He said, hey, go quit so they think he cheating the game. Then he going to actually leave. He's going to bow out. But he said, for this this season coming up, he's going to come back. Yeah, I talked to LeBron the other day. You know, Lake is my team. So but, LeBron was like, yeah, he gave me the insider. Yeah, so I, I kind of knew. Oh, oh, 10 minutes ago, uh, you was. I knew like two, I knew two days you know, earlier. Uh, the Wizards, Wizards is my team, team on uh, 2K. That's different. There's a, Lake, uh, Lake is my there's team, a second part and second part of this that we're gonna talk about, which is um his was it Trip. Rich Paul, Rich Rich Porter? Is that his name? Rich, Rich Paul. Yeah, uh, Rich Paul said that without athleticism, LeBron is Carl Malone. What y'all thoughts on both of these uh friends? Well, <clears throat> let's start with that. Mm-hmm. Carl Malone wasn't a bum. Nobody said Carl Malone was a bum. That he was a bad. They called him. He's saying it's a comment. Like if LeBron was athletic, like, he would be, be called be, uh, Carl Malone, which is a Hall of Fame uh, player, top yeah. fifty, regardless. But he's same saying build, like size, with so his skills, he's top top two, is, uh, arguably number one. No, he is number one. Arguably, number one. He's number, number one. one. Arguably. No, he's, he's number one. one. MJ still number one. No. MJ still number one. No. We're going to have a podcast just so LeBron, LeBron, LeBron's a LeBron LeBron close to two, but. And, know, and, we, and we going to raise his will. What are you talking about? We're going to have a podcast with, with, with just LeBron and Joe in debate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We to be, everybody on this motherfucker. Yeah, we gotta be. We gotta do Because I'm telling you, the shit that I'm gonna spit, <laughs> you ain't gonna look at Jordan like that no more. Yeah, really, listen, that six and zero look real good, brother. But he was a super team before the super team. Well, but he made he is the super team. No, he ain't. He ain't yeah. win nothing without Scotty. Look, look, look at all them years he he made some playoffs. Was, but yeah, Scotty, God, 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 all them years he didn't make it. All them years he was like eighty, like eighty, eighty, like eighty four to eighty, like ninety something. He didn't make the shit. He didn't make shit. He was just getting. But like, Jordan retired to play God, baseball, God. right? Jordan t- retired to play baseball. Yeah, that, was that was gambling. That was gambling, run. And if the Bulls never split up after ninety eight. It wasn't one never run. Well, they were going to split up. The manager said, we'll give a fuck we all win a ring or not. I'm y'all saying know. they did not. They were going to win another one. 
Man, that shit a pain. They was old, like, around there. Just like Jordan capitalized, Bad Boys pissing them got old. Oh, yeah. They, they was up in age. That shit yeah. wouldn't be. I just know, know when uh Michael Jordan came to my whistle, he still averaged about 20. And did he have a winning record? He averaged 20. He didn't impact winning. Your numbers can look good, but if you don't impact winning. 23 back back in those days. And him fresh with missing what two, two, three years? Mm-hmm. That's and guess what Kobe guess what Kobe was doing? Cooking him. Yeah. I mean, Cooking. yeah. You talking Cooking. about uh, a 38, 39-year-old man? What you talking about? Cooking him. Yeah, we see a 38, 39-year-old man doing bad that right now. We see a LeBron doing I that. see it. I see a man that old cooking him. You was cooking in an R side game though. Yeah, all really, really. What else? You got it. That's where all the best players is. You got it. And besides myself, (laughs) get out of here, here, bro. Get out of here, bro. Come on, you you take it too far. You take it too far. All right, let's go to something brand new. For those of you that don't know, the FDA has just approved an over-the-counter birth control pill. We, got, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't know when it's going to release. I, I expect it to release within the next uh, year. Again, there's no official release date, but it has been approved by the FDA. So it is coming to stores. Coming to a store in there, you, right? I, I think it's great. I think it's great that you don't have to go get a prescription now to get a birth control pill. I think it's great that you could just walk into a store. You will you will be able to walk into a store and go get this. So if you're if you're a young lady that feels embarrassed about going to a doctor or something like that, or don't want people to know, or don't like having family or business, whatever, you just go to the store, get your birth control pills, get up out of there. Hey, hey, Lane, you know thing is is great, right? I think it's great. <laughs> I, I wait, I wait, I waiting for the male birth control pill to get approved. So I'm gonna take that. He uh, he limited the amount of kids he can have. <laughs> <laughs> My question is that is it crazy when you tell your girl that like hey hey baby you baby you take you take your medicine today? Mm. Yeah, that's do I gotta, do I do I gotta crush up the pill, put it put it in the rice aroni real quick or also is uh is that birth control pill gonna cost more than a uh, plan B? That's a totally different thing, brother. That's a totally different thing. That's a good question, yeah. though. That's a, that a good question. We don't know what the price is going to be. We don't know what the price is going to be. Exactly. It, it, it don't make no sense to buy a burger. Well, if they getting them, like, those, those they, are two different things. Those, those are different I don't things. know how much Plan B because because I never had to get well, one. It, it depends on where you know, get it from. It go from, we like, know one. We know one of them definitely so worth it. Uh, like 60 something. Yeah, we, we don't know about the new stuff. We know one that's definitely going to work versus the one that, I mean, we yeah, but if they do the birth control for 35, how many going to come in a pack? Again, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the main factor in this. I just found out. We, we're gonna, we're I know you're not. I'm just saying, like, that's just the, you know, I, I, I got, got so many I, questions. I, I, I will assume that whatever comes in a standard birth control pack will come into the pack we bought over the counter. Maybe it gotta because be like fifteen ninety nine and come with about seven. Mm-hmm. 
All they should Seven. do is buy a fourteen, fourteen, something like that. You know this other last for the whole month, right? That they take these every day to last the whole month in perpetual though, right? You know that, right? Oh, so never mind. They gonna tax the show. What, what are you talking about? What I'm thinking about. But I got a better solution. Just put a fucking head on your head. Ding, ding. That still don't prevent. We're talking about right reality, here. Murphy. Ain't nobody. I know. <laughs> that that is, that is a good deterrent. That is a good deterrent. But he's supposed to have the perpetual. The only cap you wear on the head is his do rag. Get the, get the fuck out of here, bro. I'm wrapping up every time. Fuck him out of here, bro. <laughs> he know another cap. It's called Cap and Crunch. He eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I do eat that. You're right. I do eat that. <laughs> that crunch is delicious, but no, yeah. you know, I, I wrap it up every time, bro. No, no. I, I, I think I think people still gonna go go looking for the Plan B route. You know, making sure that's a different works. thing, bro. That's a different thing. It's no. It's 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 literally the, literally the same thing. No, it's not. It's except a for this time. No, it's not. The plan it's B is actually working. Is working into effect for what you needed to do. <laughs> Listen, plan B is emergency. Am I wrong? Did I, am I lying? Well, slightly you're wrong. Slightly you you're wrong. right. Plan Plan B basically is a oops. Oh, I you pregnant? Yeah. You killing the baby? Well, no, no, not pregnant. If you had raw I'm sex with seventeen hour period, you take your plan B so you don't get pregnant. Same thing, birth control. Because that's what birth control is. Y'all just going to be in there. That's a problem. That's what that's your problem, Ryan. Your problem. You just want to shoot the club up and uh-huh. feed the girl pill and shit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll wrap it up, bro. I'll wrap it the fuck up, man. Just because you wrap your do-rag around I'm your head. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Oh, y'all done. Y'all done. All right. Uh, the moral of the story is to you can A, wrap it up, or B, go with the plan B and, and you know what I mean, do what you got to do. Yeah, that's yeah. why they call it plan B and not plan that's A. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right. Let's go. We got, uh, we go to these strikes real quick. For those of you that don't know, we've been in a writer's strike for a, a while now. They're supposed to go back to the table tomorrow, uh, July 14th. For the writers between the writers and the union. And I said this before that the actors were going to strike. The actors' contract ended today. So the actors are also on strike. So it's a writer's strike and an actor strike right now, both about, about pay and residuals. Again, the writer's strike is because their pay structure isn't correct and they don't get anything to back. And also, the way the writers were set up, it used to be 40 weeks of writing or whatever. Now you'll get like five, six, maybe eight weeks of, of writers or whatever. The pay is very unproportionate and there is no back end for them. With regular TV, there used to be residuals you would get. If your show went to syndication or your movie went to TV, you got a back end check with your royalties that you would get or residuals that you would get for your show or t- Show a movie playing on a television station worldwide. Because streaming didn't exist during the writer's strike in 2007, there is no there was no back end money for them when Hulu, Disney Plus, HBO Max, or Max, whatever it is now, all these streaming sites popped up. They can, they had to renegotiate this now to get their back. 
to get to figure out what the rate will be, like say they stream a movie, ten thousand dollars, whatever their pay will be for the actors and the writers. They have to figure it out now on both sides of the contract. Now the big executives, there was a leaked article that said that the executives were gonna try to starve the mm-hmm. writers out until they start losing their homes and their apartments so they can come back to the table. They'll put pressure on their union rights to come back to the table. Now, if you know any writers or actors, you know that these are unsteady gigs. You can make a big amount of money one one year, a little bit of money the next year. It's a known trope that most waiters are actors and writers because it's such an unsteady gig. It's a true trope, but it's a known trope. Now, if you're a writer, you of course have or acting, you of course have many side gigs in between your acting gigs because you're not always going to land something. Now, I want, I hopefully the unions can make it so they get their fair deal during the contract negotiations for both the active and the writers. And nobody breaks the line, nobody comes to scam, nobody do no bullshit. Because, the, uh, of course, the UK brethren are actually joining in us with the strike because they're also a union team, so they're joining with us. So, actors, yeah. are, actors and writers are striking. Do not cross the picket lines. Stay with the unions. Stay strong. Let's work these contracts out. What are y'all thoughts? My question is that once we re- uh, renego- uh, renegotiate everything, can we get a rewritten version of the last season of Game of Thrones? The show writers were not writers. They're not no they were known as non-writers for the show. They had no writing experience when they picked this show. They're in the union, but they are not writers. Well, somebody so, no, got to get, get no, the we're not writing something. They got to a lot, so a lot of, of movie TV shows about to shut down. Oh, a lot of movie TV shows about to shut down. Everything is in production right now. It's done. Yeah, I'm a little upset about that because um, I need some shit to watch. Me so too. You got you got to check your backlog. I'm pretty sure you got power. I need my power episodes. I need my all American episodes. I need them to make some new episodes of House. Hopefully, they can they can apply for that. House has been fucking canceled. All hey, American, Americans get a truncated season. Yeah, of some shit can be recontracted and renegotiated and reworked. How's that coming back? Burr, man. How's that coming back to the reboot? A lot of shows canceled because the money don't be right. Again, that's what these is about. The money got to be right for this stuff. Because um, we got all these 360 deals like when we uh, play with Roy and GTA. Get the yeah, money. when he when he get ninety percent of the cash, and man, you gonna get five percent. Yeah, I'll get on five percent. We get twenty five million. Back it out, y'all. Get five thousand dollars. Get out of here. You done got five hundred thousand. We got five thousand each. Crazy. <laughs> you swindled the shit out of it, yo. Yeah, oh, y'all funny, y'all funny. Uh, hey, you guys, guys want to uh, run this uh, little ring? <laughs> Next thing you know. We'll be like, sure. I spent more money. Y'all both get it, folks. I'm in the red. I'll be in the red. They're red. I said, y'all both get your people. What y'all think about these gigging negotiations, man? Well, I think think they need to make it right for both parties. Like, you got to come to a happy ground, happy middle. Yeah, you gotta do a happy medium, yeah. Yeah, negotiations gonna, you know. Yeah, but the, the happy the media for the studios is terrible for everybody else. 
Yeah, we, yeah but we, they we, need a very strong union rep that's really going to fight for them. They do. They do. Like, I know where I'm at, I'm MTA, like, we got strong-ass union reps. So it's not just one. We have a magnitude of them. I think, uh, I think the actors, uh, you can rap with Sprange Russia. She's good. She's she's good at what she does. I don't know who the writers uh Union Rap is. And you gotta make it right. I mean, I think um now in the in the age of social media, age of social media that um is I mean it's all about leverage, you know, and and right now uh with the fact that there's no staple payment method. With streaming, um, in, t- in terms of uh, the TV and movie space, it makes it so much you know easier for the for the actors and writers to get fucked over, you know. Yeah. But in a sense, I think it's gonna we're gonna start to see a wave of more people come up with more content via YouTube or um, direct to to a consumer and uh, make the make the money that way. So I think in the future we'll be seeing well, well, no, more. No. More people on YouTube or really some the TV shows and and um, movies, you know, you know, direct direct to the consumer. So maybe maybe this might be like a bright spot for the next and up and coming people in terms of you know you know this situation. Well, well, but I think I think that comes to a common ground agreement. I mean, there's a, there's money to be had. So I think I think. More people rather have some income versus none, and they'll probably come to maybe probably not a favorable deal to to the actors and writers, but they'll come come to the deal to where hey, we might do this for what ten ten years or so, and then come back to the table or maybe with a better offer. See see how the landscape is. It'd probably be a short a shorter deal versus a longer deal. I say if they get get something done. Uh, within within this year, I say. Well, they had they have to stay strong because think about it like this: if they don't if they don't go hard this year, they do do a long contract. They're fucked because again, the streaming shit didn't exist when they did it last time. If they don't get something in place now, it's not the best. It, it it's not going to be the best thing because nobody has the actual rates or anything. Nobody has the rates to say okay. Because before, before, like if you were, if you stopped streaming on TV or uh, yeah, if your movie or TV show with the syndication, when you have a TV show with the syndication, your movie premiered on a TV station, there was a set rate. Like say you, uh, say you had a new Batman movie premiered on HBO Max, and you had a new Spider Man on Cinemax, and a new uh, Avengers on uh, Showtime. They all had set rates of what the back end of residuals would be. It didn't matter how many times they played a day, how many times they did anything. They had a set rate within the contracts. Uh, we're selling the exclusivity rights to this, to this channel, and you'll you'll get this amount on the back end. And it was, of course, it was negotiated movie by movie, but it was a set rate that they had. You might get more, you might get less, depending on what you were as an actor. You were a higher actor, you get more. You were less of an actor, you get less. But there was a set rate. But when streaming came in, there was no residuals. There was no back end. Like a show like Baywatch, Baywatch did great in syndication worldwide. And I still played on TV to this day. It's also on streaming services. But when they go to streaming services, the actors and the, and the uh, writers don't get anything in the back end of the shit. The producers do because they're the, with the production company. They buy the rights for the production company. 
So the producers are always going to eat. So unless you're a showrunner or a producer on the show, you're not going to be back in right now with the streaming show. Big business keeping their money, boom. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so hopefully, oh. the, hopefully the union is strong enough. The unions are strong enough to say we have to be. We have to negotiate a fair deal for us. Of course, you want to be equitable on both ends, but the studio needs to give more, and the union needs to get more. Of course, they're not going to get everything they want. That wouldn't be fair, but they they need to get the majority of what they want and make it equitable for them to come back to work. So my question: Do you think that negotiations are going, do you think the negotiations are going to be longer, or you think that's going to be a pacifier to maybe get get to short term deal and then get to long term deal, or do you think that comes to a long term settlement within this year or maybe uh, the beginning of next year? What do you think? Well, well, we don't we know it's going to be longer because they they said they're going to try stalling these people out, so we know it's going to be longer. The businesses, the streaming services aren't coming to the to negotiating table in good faith. They aren't. We know they aren't. I think they'll do a short deal, maybe two, three years, maybe five at the longest. For a short term, they'll just come back later. I'm hoping they maybe they they bang out something now for maybe three years. Say, okay, we don't we don't debate we know what the base pay we want is now. Let's see how this works out, and then we'll say, okay, let's go back to the table in two or three years and say, okay. The base pay we had was wrong. It was too low. We negotiated wrong. We need to go for a higher base pay. We need to go for a longer length of this. Work the details out better. But hopefully they come back and do a shorter term deal. What do you think, Murph? Longer deal or shorter deal? I'm thinking shorter. You do short term, small patch, you know, keep both parties happy. And then you got to find something up with that that streaming shit. Like, you got to... No set rate right now. And it's going to be hard for them to try to negotiate that when they willing to let you fucking lose your shit, your house, your cars, and all that shit, just for you to come back basically begging for your job. Like I said, big business. All they worry about is their money. They don't give a fuck about you. And plus, they won't show the union the numbers because each streaming service has different numbers. They might say, or Amazon, you need... 20,000 streams to do this, or they might say on Hulu, you need 30,000 streams, or Disney Plus, you need 5,000 streams to get whatever the base pay would be. But you, we don't know what these numbers are, what the base pay would be. That's what they're, I I say they negotiate uh, what they could, what they deem will be a fair deal for both sides now, do three years at the least. Three years and come back to the table three and say, okay, we worked out with this point. We've seen what the we've seen what everything did. Make sure they have the union has actual access to the numbers. And then after that, say, okay, we went too low, we went too high, and renegotiate at that point. Yeah, we can meet in a minute. Nice little happy meet. I mean, we'll see how it play out. Yeah, we'll see. Both parties are gonna lose money at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. but the writers are losing more than the comp- big companies are. Yeah, the companies, companies are still they they still have works that they can actually show. Like they not they not losing TV shows. They still have stuff that's that that constantly streaming. So they aren't losing any major money. Yeah, but I feel they're, they're losing they're losing stuff they can write off. They're losing the, the amount they 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 maybe up their amount they write off maybe five percent. That's it. But that's not a hit to their bottom line. It will be when you can't produce nothing. Yeah. There's a lot of consumers, and, and at the end of the day, the only thing is uh, when there's a consumer that right there's money, money to be made, and 
they're not going to let you know petty petty uh, financial grace, especially when there's enough stuff to go around. No. It's more than enough to go around. Way more. Way. Around. I agree. Oh, I agree. speaking of unions, um, the the, the was it the railroad union finally worked out a fucking deal with the government. If y'all don't know, if y'all remember, was it like late last year, early this year, where it was about to be a railroad strike where nothing was about to be moving and shit? Mm-hmm. And they had to have Congress come in and sign some shit because the, the uh, was it the the railroad was working on good, no, the, the union was working on good faith, the railroad wasn't, the railroad was about to fuck them over. So Congress had to come in and say, oh, this shit not getting done. We had to work out something real quick, get this done because nobody's going to get nothing, no materials going to move at all because, you know, a lot of stuff moved through the railway system. Mm-hmm. They actually worked out a contract now where these people get the right pay they're supposed to get, the brick they're supposed to get, and, every, and the pay they're supposed to get, and everything. But it's, this is month after they announced everything with Congress. So everything is finally worked out, and railroad workers are supposed to get what they're supposed to get. They work hard. This, this is, you know, you know, this just stems from, you know, the good and the good and bad about capitalism when, when things have to get you know, really bad in order for some for the right things to happen. You know? Yeah, they gonna get that back pay, but it's fucked up. They had to work through all that turmoil, turmoil, and actually had the government come and say, "Hey, y'all got y'all have to work, or we gonna get shut down. Like nothing gonna come, nothing's gonna actually work. Y'all have to work. Like we don't care to do what just broke down. We gonna have to pay y'all late on the back end, but y'all gotta work. Even though they had a legitimate gripe of what was going on, they were really treated bad." They still had to work because they came and said, "Look, we need this country to run." Yeah, let me let me grab my charger right quick. I bet. Keep talking. All right, uh, let's see. What we got let's let's do one more uh one or two more things to get about here. Uh, let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. I think we got your girl Kiki. Okay, we do we do the uh Kiki Palmer thing and. We got like more. Oh, we can go back to the guy. Let's see. Where, where is this at? Where is this at? Where, oh, we can talk about Florida. Oh, we got to talk about Florida and insurance thing. We're going to we gotta do that. We're going to do that next. We're going to do the Florida insurance thing real quick. We got to hop on that. That's the next thing we're going to talk about. That's the next thing we got to talk about. Okay, okay, okay. All right, we can we do the kinky thing for last. All right, we do. We do that. The Florida insurance thing, Kiki thing. Last, we do the uh the riot. That we got. We got out of here. Yeah, I'm all for it. You know, I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. What do you What do you see a lot on uh, social media as, as of lately? Uh what do I see a lot of? It's it's the same. In terms I- of in terms of the women and men dynamic. It's the same tired arguments I'm tired of seeing online. Oh, thanks. You know, I, I don't know why I've seen like so much like uh so much women bashing men. Uh, or like I, I'm tired of like, that. like bashing men is just more or less like they'll drum up statuses or like tweets that stirs up to uh to beating down uh uh, their projection on how men are like. Um, I'm I'm tired of seeing these same in, in, subjects in a negative fashion, just yeah. for no reason, just to spark yeah, yeah, up yeah. conversation about, about to it. to to get like uh followers 
to say, oh, uh, these men are, are dogs. They're they don't treat women right, and no, that's the main there's no respect. That's, like that's their generation, this generation is shit. You know, and clearly, you know, from from a realistic standpoint, like that's that's not necessarily the case. It might have been your experience, and there might be people who share your experience. But I say on the whole that people are are going to be people, and there there are good good men. There's there's bad men. There's good women. There's uh bad women you know i i think once you if you keep on putting out that negative energy that's the more people that you're going to deal with based upon the things that you say and, and the energy that, that you give out uh let me just say this social media is isn't real it is of course the opinion of people on there are real mostly but social media isn't real a lot of takes and opinions on there are fake or just for sure a lot of them like, oh, I don't, I don't date short people. But I see short niggas dating tall women all the damn time. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, I won't date a dude if he don't make so much. And I'm like, they don't make a lot, but you date them. I'm like, these these are contradictory points and stuff just for social media. Uh, like I'm tired of saying, oh, you don't take me on a $200, $300 date. Like, you're not paying for a date. Why are you worried about how much it costs? If you enjoy the person's company and you enjoy what y'all are doing, just enjoy the damn date. You're not trying, you're not there to impress people. You're there to make a, a genuine connection or a date and see if y'all want to actually work out as a couple or friends or whatever it is y'all try to do on that date. I'm tired of seeing these fucking subjects come up every day on my time out there. Like, oh, he took me on it. He took me here. He took me there. And he didn't do this. He didn't do that. Well, you know how I play a date so perfectly. You play a date and take a man out and you pay for the shit. And you, you know what the date gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be a thirty thousand dollar date for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on now, like, like that's that's like, the problem I, with society, though. It is. It's people, it, people perception, and people want this and that. They want all the glitter and gold, and you're not even willing to get the same thing back. Like, they don't want the person no more. They want. Like, they want the value the per- person to provide for them, right? All right, want, think, think about this. Don't, don't care about how who how many times are, have right? you had to plan a date for a woman? You say, I have to think about where we're going, what we're going to do, how much it cost, will she like it? Will she like the, the options there? You have to plan all this shit out. What she gotta do? Get ready and get ready, get ready and get dressed for the date. All you gotta do is get ready and get in the passenger seat because you know they ain't driving, they want you to drive. <laughs> right. That's a good point. Like I, I know if, all about. If they it, have, like, if they have all the ideas for the dates, but don't take you on no date, don't suggest nothing. Like, oh, you supposed to decide. You supposed to be the man. You supposed to pick this. If you nah. got all these ideas, you decide this shit. You, you come up with something. Shit, I don't have no problem with silver. With uh, we're, we're, silver rate. I'm talking in general. I'm talking about general. I think the problem, not, not like I think yeah, the problem is we don't have a relationship. Your partnership reciprocate. Yeah, I think yeah, I think uh, the problem with cool. relationships and, and well, not relationships, more or less dating is the fact that um, it's a sense of entitlement to that. Hey, I gotta either be all all about you, but you don't really have to be all all about me. Mm-hmm. And that, if that make, if that makes sense, right? That makes sense. And that's most that's, that's, that's most that's, you're dating, and that's not how a relationship supposed supposed to work, right? And because at the end of the day, you know, I might have everything and then one day I might lose it all. That can't literally happen to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. Were you with me uh, for me or were you with me for everything thing that I could provide? 
That's the only question that she can answer. That's true. That's true. Because most, I mean, you got good women out here. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Some women that's with you because it's you. They feel like you're the best thing that ever happened to them. But and you got some women, they see them deep pockets, ride around, nice car, mm -hmm. looking nice, haircut, stay sharp. Shit. <laughs> they like, I want some of that. <laughs> That's, That's true. true. That's they true. they don't like you. They like what you can do for them. That's true. That's very true. More so on that lines, but I'm the type of nigga. <laughs> I ain't doing nothing for you. Oh, seriously. <laughs> if it's not reciprocated, <laughs> if you don't do for me, I can't do for you. I'm not, I'm not, this is not a one-way street over here. It's a fucking two, two road, two lane road. I'm going to do for you, you want to do for me. I might do a little more for you that you do for me, but I feel and that's like a relationship. Yeah. yeah, And that's how a relationship is. Though. But we all okay. bring something to the table. And to do a little extra. Mm -hmm. Make a woman feel special. Mm -hmm. Woman, you, you know you're going to get it. You ain't got to really ask for it. But then there's some women that they, they ask for this, this, this. They ask for so much, and when you can't give it to them, it's Toodles on to the next man. Yeah, because yeah, a lot I, of people ask because for, but can't buy for themselves. It's more or less that is that they become and the uh, liability in a sense, right? Like, okay, I'm doing all this, this, that. I'm it, it, you kind of start start to resent them because you feel like I'm doing all this, so I'm just going to be able to do whatever I want to do, and that's where mm -hmm. you know cheating starts to happen. And, you know. You might have to do start start to treat uh, women bad as well. Yeah, you should be crazy you sometimes. Women, there's some women that go after dudes that they know that are not good for them, and then they just get back on social media and, and complain about them. They be the biggest hypocrites. Yeah, they be having a good man in front of them, and they um they fuck that situation over, and then go right back to the nigga that. Wasn't shit to you, mm. <laughs> and then you cry, and complain about the same shit. That's true. Then it's yeah. like, well, you big dummy, you had something great in front of you, and you mm -hmm. you chose the wrong route. Just is the college girls always go for what the dope boys? The dope boys always go for what college girls, mm -hmm. the good girls. It's like opposite of tracks or something. Yeah, and those type of type of attractions where. It's a it's a it's a power dynamic, right? Who's gonna have control over who, right? Kind of sort because when you look at it in that sense, the good girl that go to school, messing with the dope boy, he getting money fast. Oh, I need this. I want this. I want that. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Mm -hmm. He give it to you, and then he get locked up, and you like can't do nothing for you. Like my last man got real, my last man. Well, all right, the last nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Better tell him get you that shit again. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully we get to a point where relations relations or or the dating field is is to where where hey, I'm really trying to get to know you as a person, and we can focus on like uh, financial stuff or like ambitious stuff like on, on your own on the court as as you as a person going forward like if I wasn't in the picture right and then okay maybe we come to understand what it looks like 
as a coming together at once we spend a little bit more time time together instead of saying I want this that that and third but hey I don't even know 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 your favorite color or uh what was your what was your uh first birthday like or you know little little ans- ancillary things you know that makes you up a- as a person as opposed to uh having my list list of goals goals and ambitions as to uh wearing my preset uh conceived notions of this is the person that that, that I need to be with type if that makes sense. Will certain some of this stuff come up before the first date? Like certain some of this actually be discussed before that I mean the first the first date is me in my opinion the first date is get to know each other like like you sit down and you basically you wine and dine you know you sit there you talk what you like in a man what you like in a woman and your hobbies and things that make you click things that don't make you click is your first date like a lot of people that go on dates now they go on a date and they just think oh yeah we're gonna do what it do after this date mm-hmm. you gotta go on a date and genuinely get to know if get to know a person like going three to five dates before you even think about oh yeah let's do this you know let's get into it let's get active mm-hmm. get to know the person once sure. you get to know the person and then that's that's how most relationships end up wrong like and then most men your first impression is your best impression you might go out on this one your first date an extravagant date and then you can't even keep up with that snap. No, no, I start to stay early and look. That like that. you can't keep up with it. Like, no. you date, you date. Me, I like to eat. All you gotta do is tell me you trying to go out to eat. Let's go. You got uh-huh. attainable standards. That motherfucking car faster than That's I turned it on. <laughs> don't don't go extra fancy, but don't go extra cheap. Do something you can maintain and keep it level. Well, I think I think I think we all I think you should do a little bit of homework with the person that that you are dating in terms of like the atmosphere of things things that you know they they like to do uh, generally, and that way that they're comfortable and uh, you be comfortable in a sense sense as well, right? Agree. All right, let's get to this day on news in Florida. All right, for those of y'all that don't know, Ron DeSantis, a little while ago, the uh, insurance companies had to get bailed out by Florida because, again, it was going under the Florida bail them out. Ron DeSantis made it so you can't sue your damn insurance company or whatever, damn. Hundreds of thousands of people have lost their insurance coverage. They said, we leave in Florida. They said, fuck y'all, motherfuckers, we're gone. <laughs> and pull the fuck out of Florida. So if you had a current, if you had a current insurance coverage on your house, they said we well, void your contract. Fuck y'all, we're gone. You ain't got coverage on your house no more. This happened to hundreds of thousands of millions of people in Florida. Crazy. So, if up. so if you're in Florida and you got a house, ain't no housing or ain't no uh, housing or rental insurance for your ass. You fucked up a fire, so happened. You ain't covered by nothing. Yo, that's fucked up, yeah. <laughs> that is fucked up. That is fucked and up. It's all because <laughs> of some shit the Santos for the police. And they can't sue that short company because that was, that, was, that was part of the law. You can't sue them. 
but not cover your ways. <laughs> but you can't. You, I, I get, I get. You can't sue for not covering, but you can't just void no fucking contract. And they just did. Death. They did. They literally did that shit. They said, "Y'all shit null and void. We gone." <laughs> That's that's some of the craziest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. I've never and don't get reimbursed. It's, it's no, it's said it's sell fall factor shit. Look the shit up. This is a real life story. Matter of fact, let me find the shit I can share it on here. We gotta see. Hold on. Hold yo, fuck, hold on. no, yo, I, I don't, don't I get reimbursed. That's crazy. No, that's crazy. I need my restitution. I paid all this yeah. fucking money and, and homeowners insurance, and y'all yeah. just take my money because they. That's essentially, they, they doing is stealing from you. That's a that's Ponzi a, scheme. <laughs> that's a Ponzi scheme. That's a straight steal. I might look that shit up. On <laughs> that's, a, that's a Ponzi scheme. Oh man, Western Holdings. Oh jeez, that is crazy. Wow, yo, that's crazy. Take the money and dip. That's some shit Ryan did. I ain't no scammer. Oh, man. Farmers insurance and policies in Florida. Yep. No insurance for them. That's 100,000 people without insurance. They dipped. They said, we gone. Yeah. Ryan did that shit. Exactly. It's all the people money in debt, yo. <laughs> I told you. There's only but so many do rags you can buy, bro. Man, farmer said, get the fuck out of we gone. <laughs> oh, Citizens Property Insurance left them shits too. They said, we're going <laughs> also. Damn, these niggas, I told you they leaving. I told you they leaving. Oh, uh, man. This this shit sound far facts as hell, right? This shit don't sound real. This is a real life story. Yo, this real. is some wild ass shit. <laughs> I told you. I've never. They literally woke up one day and said, "Yeah." The people called in and said, "Hey, what's going on?" By the show, they said, "You don't have that no more. We go. We out of Florida." This is just as worse. Worse when the coast coast left for any app netless. I mean, now Murphy, imagine you just you know how many floods shit they got there. Imagine you just can't. You just had a. a a hurricane come through, your house flooded. You stuck. Ain't no insurance to cover nothing down there. I guess you got an island now. Oh, your shit so, gone. Most of them that's doing homeowners, because you know most companies that do homeowners, they do auto also. Is they still mm-hmm. doing auto? They they could be. They could. I don't know. So well, my I question is, my fucking auto. <laughs> what they have to? I just want to do my home. I don't know, but can they? Can they outsource to uh, another state, or that? No, you can't. That outsource, can't work like that. Can't outsource your uh, your insurance to another state. That wouldn't work. No, it they, wouldn't. They, but they, they have laws in place to stop people from doing that. That would literally be that's literally a cause for insurance fraud. That's why they don't. You have to have someone in your state covering your insurance. Good point. Check out what you say. Well, shit, once they start having we're talking a company about the, we're talking about the home, establishing there. Auto, 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 auto. <laughs> we're talking about the home, the home getter, because that's that's major from you, you insured somewhere else and you ain't there. But they do, there. if an insurance company does pop up back in Florida, I mean, they don't, that's necessarily, pri- have to, they don't necessarily have to cover them. That's going to be a price gouge. Yo, you, and you say, 
you just saying that, right? It's a for them, the people that don't have insurance, the the rate for those that's reinsuring at another company is at 30 to 40 percent. I told you, yeah, it's gonna be a price gouge. You come like I'm reading this shit because this shit really got price gouge. This shit don't sound real, right? Oh man, they insure 1.3 million Floridians. So that's 1.3 million people, people without home without policy. Yep. And then, then if they go with then if they go with Geico or uh fucking uh, uh what was it USA or whatever else they go with, that shit went up like 40%. I think but but Geico they use a third party. I believe they use farmers, if well, I'm not mistaken. Well they well, well people in Florida they ain't get no Geico insurance for their home business. This ball is gone. This ball is gone. That wow. shit, yo. I'm, I got to read this shit, yo. That shit. I told crazy. it's crazy. It do not seem real, right? And then you know they get that crazy weather and shit down there. They get floods, all the tropical fires, fires tropical all that storm. shit. They get I, I remember they get the tornado and the nigga house get ripped away. <laughs> he ain't got no insurance. They get, they got you know, in Florida, in Florida, it can rain, snow. Win all in one day. <laughs> all in one day. Then you got hur the hurricanes is coming through. Like it's ridiculous. You you done. You done. They send the people. You better hope somebody comes. You better hope somebody comes. What other insurance company pick you up? They're gonna have FEMA FEMA up there. Shit. Oh Get yeah. I don't, even they think Michigan, Michigan got, uh, I don't think Michigan got clean water yet. Like, they getting sued because you just can't take people's money up and leave. Like, it don't work like that. They can't class action. They cannot do a class action lawsuit. It's going to be it. I ain't yeah. got to do a class action with all them people. The, the, the individuals, <laughs> the individuals won't be in the job because think about it. People don't have a lot of money to sue individually. It's going to be a long gap. Yeah, they're going to drag that shit out until you're broke. That's why yeah. people do the class actions. Because they'll drag that shit out until you're broke and you can't fight no more. They'll say, oh, we got millions, we got billions over here. We can drag it the fuck on out. Never be at the CEO house of that motherfucking company. <laughs> Talk about bring me his fucking head. That's crazy, yeah. Oh no, 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 my bad. They get 120 days notice before they dropped. My fault. I thought they just dropped. They get 120 day notice. Well, send me all my money. Oh, I don't think you get that money back. No, no, I'm getting that back. <laughs> Everything. I'm gonna look all through that payment history. They, they oh, say, yeah. they, say, they say it impacts 27 percent of the Florida policyholders. That's a lot of fucking people. 1.3 million people is a lot of people. Yeah, because you know Florida he is. That's a lot of goddamn people. Dang. Thank you, Royal, for the traumatizing story. And, I don't hate uh, to read that, boy. I, tell, I tell you what. I hate to read that. All right. We have, we have any more uh, topics left? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to we'll, we'll do, we'll do two more things to wrap it up. Uh, they, caught, they got one of the guys that was a rioter on January 6th. He got more than seven years in jail for throwing a, uh, throwing a bow at a police officer like a spear. Damn. He got seven, seven plus years. years. Seven plus years. He got eleven charges. And he threw a bone, right? A bow, a bow, a bow like a spear. Oh, oh 
He had it coming. Oh yeah, he had it coming. <laughs> he lucky that he shoot his ass. They say he's wearing a white butcher's coat with his first name on it and assaulted at least five police officers in a tunnel near the uh where police desperately trying to protect the camp room. How one nigga beat five police officers ass? What the what? Motherfucker had some serious training. That shit don't sound <laughs> right. They they say he said they say he beat he beat that ass so bad it was like a frenzy furry. It was an orgy of assaultive aggressive. What? This, he was whipping that, that ass. God, he turned fuck? up on his ass. He had to. He fucking had. He had to. How hey, like Murphy, I think this be a perfect time. Police officer's ass. I think this is a perfect time, Murphy, for you to tell people about your military experience. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that for another day. <laughs> Tell them, tell them about all your fight in Afghanistan and Iraq. I ain't fight over there. Okay, all right. He got uh, he got seven <laughs> years of three months in jail and three years of supervised release after that. Dang. He gonna they, come on the same shit. He ain't got nothing to tell but time. <laughs> they they still catching people for the January six shit. They people like, oh, they didn't catch me yet. Oh, they still catching y'all asses. My God, they still catching y'all. You know who else they still catching? Them PPP loan thieves. Yup, yup, yup. They still getting there. You know, you know, he said he got ten years to catch them niggas, right? Yo, yeah. You you know what you should have put on the topic today? What? The um, the lady that stole all that money from um Amazon. Oh, we can do that. We can do that right now. That's a good thing. I forgot about that. We we talked about that in the party. We talked about in the party. We didn't talk about it over here. We can. Let's hop right into that. That is a good idea, Murphy. That was crazy, though. This, like, this is the last one. This is the last one. People, we will wrap up at this, but this is the last one. How All the right. fuck? This how the fuck did about. she get away with this? Like she was getting away with it until she started living extravagant. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me explain to the people who we'll get to it. There was a young lady that worked for Amazon. I don't know what her position is was in the company. But apparently over the last two, three years, she stole like $9.4 million for the company. She Wait a uh, billion? Million, million. 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 $9.4 million for the company over the last two or three years. And she went away with it, but she brought a mansion like round the block from the Dagoa factory where she was working at. And she rolled, she rolled to the factory. I mean, the Amazon, she rolled to the Amazon warehouse in Lamborghini every goddamn day. She had a Lamborghini, a G wagon. <laughs> Yo, she was wild. She was wild. Was Yo, and it's crazy. And she would have got away with it if she had, if she wasn't flexing. You you feel me? Like you could have washed the money another way. But, but why, you go. Why are you buy the house? They a got a little blocks for the damn for the goddamn warehouse. And kept it and kept the You bought a mansion close to the warehouse. And then driving up that bitch with a Lamborghini. Driving up there to let, like, nigga, you gonna get caught. Who the fuck can afford a Lamborghini in the Amazon warehouse? Who? Nobody. Not me. She. Not me either. <laughs> I can't afford that way I work at. <laughs> so you roll up in the Lambo to the job, and you're like, yeah, it's my regular everyday whip, you know, coming through with the G. Come back with a G wagon like yeah, it's my everyday. Oh, I got a brand new Tesla right here in the Model mm-hmm. S. Plan. Here we go. Five and shit in that Tesla. <laughs> she's so boy. She was and her and her girlfriend. 
See, oh, her God. girlfriend, her girlfriend really getting off on it because she ain't really stealing the money. She just was spending the money. But hey, hey yo, did you see that she forged the judge's signature and said all charges dismissed and tried to get the fuck about that shit? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. She yeah. she is an elite scammer. She tried to yo, force she, the judge and said all I said all charges dismissed and try to get Sassan free. Oh, this gotta be a movie. This is a movie in real life. I want to no, see this yeah, shit. I want, I want, I want to see the uh, biopic. I want to watch this shit. This is a amazing I, But I want to know how she was funneling that money, though. Where was she stealing it from? Where the fuck was she stealing it from? Because I think... I, I mean, where? Like, you know, you know like, what apartment was she stealing from? Was it multiple apartments? Did she had somebody inside? Like, how was she getting all this money out of Amazon? Was she writing checks? Was she doing or work orders? What? Maybe, how was she maybe doing HR. This? Packing some of the money out. She had to have a partner. She had to have somebody oh, yeah, inside. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like a, um, a manager of some sort. Definitely Stealing one million from you. If I'd have got the nine point four, I first I'd have been I'd have been gone. You wouldn't have known I'd stole from your ass. I'd have <laughs> took it. Put my two weeks in, work my last two weeks. Sayonara, bitches. You won't see me again. And when you do, if you if you do catch up to me, good luck finding me. But they got to fire everybody. Well, damn near everybody ain't sure. They got to go through that bitch with a forensic account. You got to see what happened. Right? They got to be a lot of people. Nine, 9. 9.4 million? Billion? No, million. million. 9.4 million. Oh. Uh, they need to fire Accounting team. That's what they need to find. Yeah, fire everybody. Everybody got to go. Everybody got to go. Even after Jay, everybody got to go. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, facility got to go. <laughs> yeah, they do. We, we good. <laughs> I hope the girlfriend was smart though, because if she was doing all that, then back of my mind, I'd have been like. This shit gonna come to an end one day. You better have a rainy day. I'm gonna start funneling some of this money somewhere else. Yeah. In cash where they can't find it. Like, cause she, I think she, she, the girlfriend will be home soon, but she'll be supervised for a couple years. I can wait, supervise me a couple years. I'll work at McDonald's, whatever. Boy, everything on my mind, I'll be like, boy, I got the money stacked over there. Don't nobody know where it's at. I ain't touching it. As soon as that supervision over with, I'm spending that shit. <laughs> Spending that motherfucker fast as hell. Man, that's, that's a wild maybe maybe right she there, left, left a little, uh, put in a treasure chest and left a treasure chest, chest map. I'd have had that bit somewhere nice. Mm. I ain't gonna say nothing, but hopefully she put it up somewhere where it can't be touched. That's well, so. like they say, Brian doesn't pay, or or maybe does pay. You need to know when to get out. Like baby oil, paid nine point four million dollars apparently. Hey, just like on Fanduel, you just gotta cash out sometimes. Yeah, you, cash out. you go. Hey, you, go. don't don't remind me. Because nah. <laughs> I missed out on thirty five hundred because I ain't cash out early. Ooh, damn. Thirty five hundred to zero. Damn. Sick to my stomach. While well, I was driving home from work, sick to my stomach. Like my dumb man should have cashed out. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. Was only, it was only a twenty dollar bet. The thirty five. 
Why the fuck did you cash out with thirty five hundred? What the hell were you waiting on? Because that sixty five hundred looked it better. <laughs> no, 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 like a thousand or more where I didn't cash them bitches out. My greed was kicking in. This year, I'm cashing them bitches out. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie yeah, to you. I'm cashing them bitches out. Gotta get hit in the game. A win, a win is a win. Them hey, you can't go broke. Can't go broke making a profit. No. Financialistic. Yeah, I, I should have been thinking that. Hmm. That's why you so, have show, so, you know, we're here to give a teaching moment and to reinforce learn, things and learn. you know. I I won I won way more than I lost on FanDuel, so I'm 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 feeling pretty confident. That's good, that's good. That's fair. Let's just hope, hope that our Lakers, you know, win us our, our Lakers. Yo, don't bet on my team, <laughs> Uh, I, I bet on our team all the time. Don't listen. Don't bet on, don't bet on birds. Don't bet on these birds. Damn, you better not bet on them leagues. <laughs> I, got, I got season tickets. You want to go? Season tickets away. Lakers game. Boy, I thought you were yeah, talking about the Ravens game. Oh, hey, I was about to say, you ready to take me to a Ravens game. <laughs> <laughs> I might get those. I don't know. I don't know, but you make more money than I do. So, oh. um, you? Shit. Who lied to you? <laughs> I get paid minimum wage, man. So I, shit, I do too. We're in, we're in negotiations right now. Shit, we're going to be renegotiating now at the next year. Yeah, Trying to get up, get up from 44. Let's say we can touch 50 an hour. Like Florida say, any contract can be recontracted or it can be warded out. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> <she> did. <laughs> oh man! I just hope you don't get voided up. All right, man. All right, Roy. Right. Oh, we did have one uh, more topic to talk about. This is going to be a little bit uh, heartfelt. Let's, well, let's heartfelt, just week. a little, let's little have fun. Let's have, well, uh, let's have it for next week. Next week. Next week. All right. We oh, table because right. we, we get Bria joined. We get Bria joined. That's gonna be our thing. Uh, we can't everybody do that. Should we, we should do that. Should do, do. All right. Well, I think this is the conclusion of this episode. I want to thank uh, everybody out who has been uh, supporting the podcast for these past. Uh, well, we're going on four years or three years. Three, four years. The the, the, the years brought together. Years brought together. We're veterans. We've been doing this for for. Quite a long time, man. But I want to thank everybody overseas, especially Africa, uh, Africa, Ghana, China, uh, South Korea, and National Space Station for so much love and support over the years. And I want to thank Murphy, a special guest, man. Yes, sir. It's been good chopping up with you uh, this episode, man. Giving you your insight and your, you know, what I mean your your hood uh, ebonics and all that great. <laughs> Hey, no. next time, put P and Phil on the screen with me next time. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can try to do that. We can try to do that. We want to give them the special uh, white effect, you know? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I might not say him when he got the light on. That's on. the point. <laughs> it's going to be a whiteout. And if you uh, see a toe go past P camera, warning. No, no, no. We might get banned from YouTube with that. I don't know. <laughs> a little bit nasty. Uh, but anyhow, uh, again, thank everybody. Uh, again, remember uh, CO19 uh, still a uh, real. Please wash your ass, hands. Yes, wash your hands. No, wash your hand ass. Hand sanitizer. Uh, please stay in good spirits. And um, make sure you uh, keep in touch with your loved ones. You never know what could happen. Yes, uh, we're trying to make it uh, through the next half, half of this year and hopefully see next year as well. So please you know, stay safe, stay vigilant, um, keep your spirits high. I know mental health is a big thing, so please keep your mental good as, as well. Again, a vision of you, Reva Dirty, all the good stuff. This is Simple Dots Podcast. Until next time, see you guys.